0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Crafty Crew podcast. Uh, my name is Kinger, aka Big Juicy, and I'm joined as always by Mark. Hello, by Nally. Well, and by Walji. Good Say that again.
1: Good dog. Good dog. I had to double check that I hadn't said it already.
2: It's a good dog. It's a playful, clever dog. Good
1: dog. Good dog. Good Good Denmark, uh, no, Norway, yeah, Norway, yeah, no way. yeah, nice. I was about <laughs> nice. to say it's like oh, it's probably close, but I, I actually write down the name of the country beside it to double check, and like, is it Denmark?
3: That's that's see, I know you, and I know once you hesitated after Kinger said Denmark, that it was yeah. one of them countries. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Even though you picked it probably two minutes ago, you no, haven't in that no. time. Which one of them countries it was? As I said to Nally I
1: did all. I have all of this done since Monday. <laughs> to be fair, I was going to go Finland
2: if it wasn't Norway because I was in the same boat <laughs> as you, Mark. It was one of the Scandies,
0: <laughs> a handy right. Scandy. Oh yeah. So right. So we are uh, about to... uh, No, no,
2: I wasn't ready. Don't do (laughs) it
0: now. Uh, We'll have a very quick discussion at the end about uh, our personal highlights, uh, favourite beers that we've had this season. Uh, But today and this week, um, it's a little bit of a venture off course for the season. We actually have two beers uh, that don't really represent the counties they're representing, but... Here we are, Uh we have uh, left hand, we have left hand's wheels goes round, uh representing Tyrone, I believe, because of the left hand, that makes sense. Yep, right? that's right, the yeah. hand of Ulster, yeah, yeah, or red hand of Ulster even. And then we have Bruce double panda, which is actually representing Leitrim, but like it's, is it Leitrim slash mead, is that?
1: Kind of, yeah.
3: It's uh, it's Leitrim, and if you want, um, I can start and and segue us into that, and I won't make you guess like we normally do, Kinger.
0: Yeah, happy who,
3: who, who's doing Who's doing <laughs> what? So, yeah, it is representing Leitrim, but this is probably, like, a fair cop from us, okay? So the Urban Jungle Range is actually a Carrick Brewing invention. So Carrick Brewing were based in Drumshambo in Leitrim, uh, and in 2020, they merged with Brew Brewery from Trim and Meath, and they moved their brewing operation to Trim, so the head brewer um from Carrig also moved over and became the new head brewer of uh of of brew. Yeah, his name is uh, Francesco Sottomano. So we we've mentioned this before on our on our uh, Mead episode because brewer represented there. But the Urban Jungle range of which Double Panda is a part of is a Carrig brewing invention, and the head brewer from Carrig Brewing brewed it. They even updated all the normal brew recipes because they weren't so great, and now they're better. Um, but yeah, it's really, really Leitrim inspired. So away to Leitrim, uh, well done, lads. You may be the smallest county in Ireland, but you make the the biggest tiramisu stout I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> solid,
0: <laughs> very solid. Uh, I I actually feel sad asking this for the last time. Well, the second last time this season, uh, watchy. Tell us tell us, tell us, us a bit about Leitrim, will you?
1: I'll tell you about something. Whether it's about Leitrim, I mean, Leitrim is mentioned. I don't know if I'd be given any information on it. But uh, Leitrim is known as the Ridge County. Hunky Dories have ridges. Hunky Dories were established in 1996. Bill Clinton was re-elected in 1996. He was born in Hope, Arkansas. Hope is a brewery based in Dublin. Dublin won the All-Ireland in 2011. In 2011, Carrig Brewing Company was established. Carrig was the brewery from Leitrim before forming with brew, hence why we are drinking something from brew.
2: That's pretty good, to be fair. Yeah, full circle there, was well, she? Yeah. yeah. Proud of you. Proud Thank of you. you. Well done, bud. Just took Maybe an someone's... entire season. Just an entire season yeah. to get around to what you actually wanted to Just,
1: do. Just, uh, yeah, down to the last, like, what, two episodes? <laughs> <laughs> I finally... <laughs> Figured out what, I, what I'm trying to do. Yeah.
3: Don't worry. He's got one more go to fuck it all up again. So don't. don't <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going on a long walk for the next one.
3: Oh, I'm sure we are.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. That's because uh, the next.
0: I missed. I missed all of that. I missed every. As soon as I said go, Walshy, I missed everything he said.
2: Oh, it's a surprise. Yeah, it's <laughs> even better.
0: The recording's there, though, so it's fine. Um, I'll just put in and. An, an, Obligatory. Oh, Jesus, Walshie. What the hell was that about?
2: Nellie <laughs> <laughs> I won't mind Kinger. It's the so one time it was actually pretty good. <laughs> nice. So definitely leave that in for the crack. But uh, yeah, so Walshie, that long walk you're talking about for this, is it because we have to go all the way to Colorado for our, our Tyrone beer? Maybe. Um, so Yeah, so we're off to Colorado for Left Hand Brewing Company's Wheels Gosa Round, um, which is a Gosa. And it's a great name, you know, great play on words. Well done, fair play. Love a good pun name in a beer. Um, So Left Hand Brewing Company. The reason we've gone for this is uh, anyone who knows uh, the brewery will know that their symbol is uh, it's the it's Red Hand. It looks like the Red Hand of Ulster, which is also the flag of Tyrone. So, you know, I think we did well in finding something that was somewhat similar to Tyrone and not just picking another Nordy brewery beer. So fair play to us. Yeah, I did it. I tooted our horn. It happens. Deal with it. So, uh, Left Hand Brewing Company was founded, from what I can see, the earliest award that they've got was in 1994. They won an award for craft beer brewing. So, they're a pretty old craft beer brewery, so they are, um, based over in Colorado in America. They have a shit ton of beers out. Like, they have so many different styles, um, (laughs) like, different versions of beers. There's such a wide selection. If anyone gets a chance to go through them, just get get any you can. There's a great selection of beers, and uh, we're trying to go. So today, um, yeah, we're looking forward to this one now. This is the one that's um, they they, they do like a uh, they raise money for different charities and stuff. And the wheels go around is in association with their they do a bike for MS, so they do like cycles and stuff like that to raise money for MS. So that's why this is the wheels go around. So it's a uh, you know some of the profits of this go towards an MS charity, which is pretty cool. Um, But what they're really famous for is they were the first brewery in the U.S. to can a stout using a widget. So we all know the widgets that you get in Guinness cans helps the nitrogen. So these were the first U.S. brewery to do it in the U.S. Um, But what they've also done is they've managed to bottle nitro stout and keep the nitro, you know, the nitro... Characteristics in the nitro stout in a bottle. They're the only company so far that I've know of that have kind of gotten this right, on a consistent basis, and are just able to nail it now, um. Which is crazy, cause so the reason they do it with the nitro is you know it it forms the smaller bubbles, which makes the head kind of feel, look creamier and thicker, and it's a smoother kind of taste on the beer. But I think that's a huge thing. Like that's it's ridiculous. It's like they basically invented how to bottle beer with nitro in it which is really cool. So they have a couple of beers on it. Their, their big famous one is the uh, Nitro Milk Stout. And then they have a couple of takes on that. Like they have the Nitro Milk Stout peanut butter version and they have a couple of other ones. Um, pretty good, solid beers. They have a Raspberry Milk Stout as well, which um, it's a bit mad. Um, if anyone gets to give it a go, it's, it's a strange one. It's, it's, it's weird. Definitely worth a try just to say you've tried it. But it's, yeah, I don't know if I go back for it.
0: It's definitely one that I won't be trying for sure.
2: Hundred <laughs> percent getting a free year for next season, but um, yeah. So overall, like they're they're a well-established brewery. They've won a heaps of awards, and um, they do a lot of good work as well in the community. Like like this one here, for example, the the MS charity. They've raised millions for over the years, and they've they do a couple of other um, charities and stuff like that around the place. Um, yeah, just an all-around decent company. So I'm glad we actually went with something. You know, good for Tyrone because apparently they're just dicks and don't want to give us beer. So I'm glad we got away from it. <laughs>
3: I'll tell them what they can do with their all Ireland. They'll need a passport to bring it back now.
0: They will, yeah. <laughs> uh, Watchy, have you leaned into Tyrone or Colorado for your Watchy's wisdoms?
1: Both. This is this this is where I've clarified my my long walk. It's starting in Tyrone and finishing in Colorado. Um. I, there's a, there was a little bit of a cop-out in the middle just to kind of try join both of them. But um, I don't know what brewery we, we had planned on starting with, but there's a poker tree brewing in Tyrone that opened in 2014. In 2014, Kerry beat Donegal in the Isle, Ireland. Donegal won the All Ireland in 2012. In 2012, Dog the Bounty Hunter finished filming Dog's real name is Dwayne Chapman and is from Colorado where left hand brewing is best.
0: Nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See what
0: you've 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 had worse.
1: Yeah, I know it was the fact that I went back to back kind of with the with the football I wasn't happy about, but I needed a link. It, it was the only link I could come up with.
3: That's pretty good, Roshi. We'll give you that one. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Can we can we can we drink some beer now? Yeah, yeah. where's
2: it Let's go to the nearest one and we'll start with a uh, left hand brewing wheels go around. Okay Hi, boys. Crack him open. Struggling, Kinger. I was a
0: little bit young.
3: So interestingly enough, this is the first Gosa we've had on the on the podcast. Oh. So it's taken us uh taken us this long to get to it, and from the sounds of it, Kinger, you're you've gotten the nice sour smell of it up there.
0: Ooh That is Pungent.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So gosses are warm fermented beers from Germany. They originated in a region called Goslar. Um typically they have about fifty percent or more of the of the grain bill being malted wheat. Um and there's this interesting thing I was looking up about them. So there's a thing in Germany called the the Reinheitsgebot, which is like a kind of purity laws about beer, and it dates back to like the fifteen hundreds. So in Germany, it's a real, um, if, if you brew as per these rules, you can say you're Reinheitsgebot uh, compliant, and it's a really big thing with consumers, that if they see that, they kind of view it as a traditional, pure beer, you know, no funky additives and stuff to it. So it's a really big marketing tool over there. Uh, some countries, like some places in Norway, Cloud from Korea, or some random breweries around the place outside of Germany. Um, claim to brew via this process as well for marketing purposes, but I think it's really cool that the laws that kind of dictate it are like six hundred years old at this stage.
2: Yeah, I, I it's it, it is its class, but I think the weirdest thing is that it's taken us until now to talk about that, which is something I thought we would have talked about many a time by now. But yeah, it's really cool the German purity laws uh, for beer, and um, it was basically just to help them, you know, kind of make a consistent product across the region when people were selling absolute garbage all around the place like <laughs> so getting on to the algosa here it's a nice color and um, so this is a gosa it's got uh, raspberry and lemon peel in it as well for flavoring obviously but it's a nice color it's kind of like a pink you know like a dark pink pretty you know it's, it doesn't look very carbonated and it's uh it's not got a lot of haze in it now it is it isn't exactly see-through but it's not it's not hazy either
0: it looks like it looks like a summer fruits my waddy essentially is kind of
3: like the color. That's the, yeah that's that's a good shout. It's got that typical raspberry fruited sour uh smell to it. Now it's nowhere near as strong yeah. as your usual sours, but it is got that, you know, what most of them these days are raspberry, you know, because of the tartness, so yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think I think mixed with the lemon in this is doing, you know, it, it, it kind of really adds to that kind of the style that it's supposed to be the ghostly kind of sour. Um, between the tartness from the raspberry and the and the and the lemon as well, it it really adds to it in my opinion. So it's 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 uh it's got zero head really. There's no head retention on it for me anyway. It disappears pretty quick.
0: Weirdly, so I I haven't had a whole um, a whole lot of sours or, or or goses, and I know they're they're different. Um, but this is the first one that I've had that I can actually. There's a real subtle flavour of of hops coming through, which, um. I wasn't expecting, I thought just looking at it and smelling it, I thought it was going to be like a, a bang of kind of like f- um real kind of sour flavor. But it's actually quite, it's it's a bit disarming actually.
3: Yeah, so ghosts are, they tend to be traditionally brewed with like coriander, which is like against the Ryan's Gabot reels, but it they make an exception for ghosts. So there's always some sort of florally spice in there. Um, and the hop tones are usually pretty muted. So you may be just getting the floral notes. Of some additive in there but uh either way i do agree with you it's it's really subtle isn't it it's like normally with sours it's a big punch in the mouth but with this it's, yeah. it's, it's really
0: relaxed yeah it's nice it's lovely
3: yeah so that kind of subtlety that's there is
2: it, it, it really adds to the flavor and the the hops and the background are nice um it's not very carbonated at all i don't think so anyway a little bit but not not super carbonated at all um which is fine by me for this style. I think this is fine. I don't mind that it's a little bit. It's not flat, but it's it's certainly, you know, it's more towards that than any of the more refreshing, crisp beers that we've had. Um, I think this one finishes kind of dry, but that's more from the tartness of the beer than any carbonation that's there.
3: Yeah, Walshie, what do you think of this as somebody who likes, you know, dunking your head in a bucket of sours every 24 to 48 hours?
1: Just to say, that I tried it's Like, I'll have a session or a sour day the other day I had three sours. I'm like, that's that's enough. Not able for any more. (laughs) Um, it's 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 I, I I had it like a good while ago, and it was like one of my favorites at the time. But now that I've had some like, and I've stayed before them really tarty ones, in comparison to some of the ones that I've had since, it's definitely not as tart. Uh, some of them, there's still a, there's a bit of a kick at the start. It doesn't really stay start tart for long, I find. Um, but I still find it very refreshing, very very nice. But it it's it's a uh, it's kind of light, but it is what four point four percent. But um, no, I enjoy it now. I enjoy it. It would be a
3: good gateway sour, wouldn't
1: it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. going into some of the heavier stuff would be a good kind of building block into a, one of the I don't know sturdier lads.
2: Yeah, I think the other thing that'll help it is it doesn't smell like feet, so um, that's that's a bonus because a lot of sours smell like feet.
1: <laughs> See, maybe it's because I've had so many sours, especially in the last few months. But I don't know. Maybe it's a thing I'm just used to the smells now. I don't. I don't hate it as much anymore.
3: This is this is like the first of three conversations where while she's like, "Oh, I don't hate the smell anymore. Oh, I actually love the smell." Oh, I spend all my money on OnlyFans videos of women rubbing their feet together.
0: <laughs> that got dark really quick. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, I pay for women to show me their
0: feet.
2: Cool. Admitting it is the first step.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I think with this I am um, I I know i've said it before i have a bad habit of kind of like nearly expecting what the beer is going to be like before i drink it just by looking at the at the can and i feel like this in my mind this was going to be way more sour than it is i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing um like it doesn't take away from the beer to be fair um like you were saying earlier Nelly, it's not as carbonated as i was expecting either and i think maybe if it had a bit more kind of busyness and the tongue it might be a bit nicer for some reason
2: yeah i get what you're saying kinger but i I think for me i think the way they'd have to go for the busyness that you're talking about is if they went a bit more sour i don't think like i think if you carbonate this more it's going to wash away that sour taste even quicker which i think would detract from it if you went a little bit more sour it might give you that tartness that you're looking for you know you can kind of get that tartness or that crispness either from carbonation or from making it a bit more sour and I think for this one, you know, if you went that bit more sour, it might, it, it might, it might be a bit more. I, I completely get what you mean. Like, I just don't know if carbonation would work
3: because it would wash away that taste too quickly. Okay. And a, another thing I'll say for like, as I'm kind of nearly finished it, normally with sours, the it, it's a really strong kick in the face uh, taste with it, right? So it's a really strong, flavorful profile. With this, maybe because it's so subtle, it's kind of getting a bit watery towards the end. And I'm wondering if my taste buds have been kind of um, dimmed a little bit by it, but it dimmed to the point where it doesn't have enough flavor to still be like kind of received in my mouth. I'm getting like a watery aftertaste with it. Say
2: that last sentence again.
3: I'm getting getting like a watery aftertaste with it.
2: Oh, no, it was the one before it. I thought was much funnier. But anyway, (laughs) yeah, I'd agree with you, Mark. Don't worry about it. You'll catch it up. Yeah, to receive it into your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah he there said you it
3: on. for once i have the power i
2: i thought about that after i said it. i'm devastated that's one thing that's cut damn
3: it yeah. i am a petty man i'm a petty man
2: oh i know it's fair it, it happens i do the same for the crack but um, uh yeah no i'd agree with you mark it, it does get kind of watery near the end which is a bit of a shame because it it starts off so well Um, The smell, like we said, is kind of pleasant. It's not overpowering like other sours. Uh, At the start, when you get the first couple of sips in, you know, it's very pleasant. Um, It's really nice. There's no, there's not that real sharp carbonation that Kinger was saying there. I, I do think that that's a good thing for this beer, but I do think it would need to go more sour because it would help it from being overly watery like you're saying, Mark. And it would probably give it that extra bite and bit of busyness that you're saying, Kinger. So I think if it just went that just that little bit more to the sour side, just lean in. If it just lent in a bit more, I think this would be a savage beer.
3: So will we uh, kick on to the ratings then, will we? Kinger, remind us for the last time this year, what our
0: ratings are. So, so for the last time, the Crafty Crew rating system uh, starts at unbearable. It then goes booze. Booze. Uh, Mid of the road is just beer. Then it's up a notch to brutiful and then finally it's all the way to the beer leavable. So um I'll start it off because I don't think I start too many of these off uh uh for some reason. But I I, I mean I think it's beautiful. I think it it doesn't do anything wrong. It like it's you know, uh it's it says raspberry and kind of hints of lemon on the on the can and that's that's what you get for me. I know you're saying earlier that it uh it gets a bit watery towards the end mark. I don't get that. I, I, I find it fairly consistent the whole way through um i would like either a bit more kind of sour flavoring or a bit more carbonation i think would bump it up a good bit uh but other than that i think it's a it's a pretty damn good beer
2: yeah so King, i'll go i'll go next and uh yeah i i i go with just beer um i it's a solid beer nothing really wrong with it um but for me it's missing that you know that extra kick from I think it's the sourness that needs to be bumped up a notch to to really to really shine through. Um I think if it does that easily Kingery could get it up to Brutiful or possibly even unbelievable but it's just missing that for me at the minute. Solid beer um a great gateway beer like you were saying Mark for people who wanted to try sours or Ghosts, because it's not it's not over the top and it's it's still quite low in percentage whereas some of those you know other sours and stuff you get up in 5.6%. This is only 4.4 or so a really solid way to start. So just beer for me, but you know, definitely definitely one of the more positive ones.
3: Yeah, I'll uh I'll agree with you there, Nally. Just beer for me also. Um for all the reasons you said it's it's grand, you know, it does lose a little bit near the end and for that it kind of does suffer a bit. Um I will say not that easy to get these guys in person, but they're available on a lot of craft beer websites around Ireland. Um so I would highly recommend anyone listening. If you haven't tried a sour before Maybe you've heard us talking about them or seen them on a shop shelf and you're just a bit hesitant about giving it a go. This is definitely the one for you to be your first sour. And if you don't like the flavours or the tartness, because there's enough of that there that gives you a hint of the style, then maybe it's not for you right now. But if you do enjoy it, please move on because there's a whole world of delicious beers out there waiting for you. But yeah, just beer for me.
1: It's probably the most conflicted I've been about beer on it. Um, because I do really enjoy it, and I think in one way. But there is them one or two little points that the two lads have meant, made at the same time near the end. It feels a bit more watery than still, and like Nally said, I like I love my uh, like extreme sour's, and like I think, like you said, if I had that little bit more, it might you know la- the taste might last a bit more. So, uh, yeah, and I I'm gonna go a sad uh just beer. I'm, I'm disappointed in giving it a just bear but um just there's there's one or two things missing that would be fairly big for 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 my standards when it comes to um sours or poses in this term and um, yeah uh rel- reluctable just bear for me
3: you look so sad man i wish i was there to give you a hug i wish you were not yeah and that's that's a note to <laughs> left
2: hand. that that's a note to left hand brewing um you haven't lived up haven't lived up to walchi's high standards of sours so that's uh, that's from the crafty crew podcast just Beer. which means i cannot wait for kinger to do the best tyrone colorado accent so a tyrone lad who's lived in colorado for 6 years go for it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but just before i get onto that like attempting that can i just i want to commend walchi on his invention of a new word <laughs> um, is 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 Reductible a word It is now or Is he Is he so disappointed he's, he's He's come up with With new words To I, describe beers now It's
1: it's not that I'm disappointed I usually just say things And half of the time They're not actually Words anyway So <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns
0: Well okay Look okay So do, do Do you want an attempt At a Tyrone accent Or an attempt At a Colorado accent
1: Both Ooh Star Ty- Tyrone Finish Colorado
0: the crafty crew are after giving an awful bad just beer to left-hand Bruins. Wheels goes round and the boys in Tyrone and Colorado aren't very happy with that, man. <laughs> bad, uh, bad, 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 bad,
3: Love bad. it. Dead pigeon.
0: Mark you, mark, you you, threw together a last-minute question mark quiz for this week, did you?
3: Yeah, our final question mark of the season. So we've been dance in our merry way up and down the country visiting all the different counties so this is a, a quiz about the counties of ireland with a typical question at the end for a tiebreaker that you know i don't know i feel like a lot of these are are fairly guessable or obvious but uh we'll do the old honors system
2: is is uh is the tiebreaker question is the answer 32 is it how many counties are in ireland because I feel like I might nail that.
3: If I was going to do that, I'd be much more controversial and say twenty six. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, actually. <laughs> uh, but no, it's not that. Just to be clear, okay. In case my ordering listeners stop listening now. Okay. Question one: Saint Valentine's remains are in a church somewhere in Ireland. What county is the church in, Mister Paul Walsh? Kerry. Kerry, Mister Stephen Nally. Wicklow and Mr Big Juicy Monaghan it's Dublin they're in Whitefire Church in Dublin the city of romance as everyone knows
2: Um, (laughs) sure
3: yeah keep telling yourself (laughs) Uh, okay so I I think this is an easy one you should all get it okay Uh, what county is the oldest pub in Ireland in Nally you're going first you're a dick but it's most common (laughs) Okay, uh, Kinger, you're going next.
0: I think technically it is in Roscommon.
3: And Mr. Walshy?
1: Yeah, Roscommon. It's
3: Westmead, lads. Over the bridge
1: across is Roscommon. The
3: bridge is Roscommon. Across Over the bridge, the bridge is Roscommon. Common. Not according to Sean's website and Wikipedia and another website I found. So Across yeah. the bridge is Roscommon.
1: But if, once you cross the bridge is Common.
3: Is it? Because that alone is Westmead.
2: The Shannon is the natural, is the border. Part of Westmead, yeah. Part of Athlone is Westmead, and part of it's Roscommon. Uh, the address is Westmead for the whole of Athlone.
0: Actually, to be fair, I think the address doesn't change until you look like Monksland.
3: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah,
0: the whole of Athlone
3: yeah. is Westmead. So, if your address is Athlone, you are in Westmead, and if your address is Monksland, you are in
0: Roscommon. I'm gonna bl- I'm gonna blame Nolly because I feel like if I went first, I would have said Westmead, and he would have been a smarter to say Ross Common. And yeah, yeah. I blame. I blame. That's I that's
3: fair. That's fair. I kind of put this in as like, oh, they're all gonna get this, and now I kind of feel as a, somebody who who doesn't isn't from there and hasn't been there in a good while, that there's a lot of people who are gonna send me some hate over this. Um, <laughs> so I kind of regret putting the question in, but we're just gonna go with it. Zero it's zero points, it. it's everybody. Fine.
2: That's yeah. fine. It yeah. the, the the plus side is that no one got it right. So yeah. we're all even we're and all, equally all, stupid. We're or <laughs> we're all equally right, and Wikipedia and everyone else, including Sean's
3: Bar website, can piss off because you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brief, brief disclaimer I didn't actually check Sean's Bar website. I just checked their address on Google Maps. <laughs> it's close enough, man. It's close enough. Okay. Um, moving on swiftly. In what county was the first potato planted in Ireland? Uh, Kinger, you're going first this time. Wexford. Uh, she?
1: I was going to say Wexford as well.
3: Okay, and Nally? Yeah, I was saying Wexford. It's actually Cork. So by Sir Walter Raleigh, who basically owned Munster.
1: Did I happen to mention that in one of my quote-unquote facts at one stage? Yeah. Yes, Yes, you did. sounded, it's, Oh, okay. It sounded very <laughs> familiar. I was like, I definitely said something about playlists, but for the life we don't remember where.
2: Well, there we go. Cork, this is a really good quiz. We're doing super well.
3: <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on again. Um, the oldest evidence of humans in Ireland was discovered in caves in Watt County. So it was from about 10,500 B.C., and they, it was a bare bone that was had evidence of it being butchered. So they knew that, obviously, humans had to do that. So it's the oldest evidence we have of humans. So, Mr. Stephen Nally. Is it Claire? Mr. Niall King.
0: I'm going to say Kildare.
3: Mr. Paul Walsh. Limerick. And the answer is Claire. Somebody finally has a point. Well done, Nally.
2: <sighs> Aloe Caves baby I knew they found a bear there in the
3: Aloe Caves Uh (laughs) That is it Okay so hopefully you'll all get this The uh, world famous Puck Fair uh, Is in what county And what animal is crowned king Of the Puck Fair every year Uh, So I think Kinger it's your turn To go first
0: Isn't it it a goat in Kerry Uh,
1: Walshy Honestly I've never even heard of it But I'll say a sheep in mead Just to be close
3: to Kinger, but like not quite close enough, you know? Goat and Kerry. Yeah, it is a goat who is crowned the King of Kerry and he travels around all the towns. Good old Kerry. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, (laughs) Kerry.
0: So does that mean that me and Nally actually draw? Uh, Hang on. No. Why why do you think you... Why would we draw Kinger?
1: I think Nali wins three two, no? I've beaten I just, you. I
0: just, I just, I just, I just thought the last question meant everything, like, and everything else before that didn't mean anything. Who said that's the last question? <laughs> Who said it's oh, not I the last question, Kicker? Oh, I thought that was the last one. Apologies. Okay. I, I never
3: said that was the last question. This is the last oh, question. Jesus. <laughs> this is the last question.
1: So I can still win, is what we're saying. No, you're too far behind.
3: <laughs> you're in for <with> the shout.
1: <laughs> mm, not seem to mean like much last week. You can
3: win by getting a point. Okay, well she. Get a point and just wait for
1: yourself. i I'll take it. I'll take it.
3: Okay. The oldest field system in the world exists in Ireland. What county does it exist in? So Walshie, you're going first.
1: That's
0: a lot of fields. Field system. What the fuck?
1: Kilkenny.
3: Kilkenny from Walshie. Nally, what's your answer? Waterford. Niall King.
0: I feel like Kildare has to be an answer at some point.
3: (laughs) So you're going with Kildare? Yeah. Why would I give the fucking plains people any justification? The answer is mayo. <laughs> it's the cage of feelings of mayo.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
3: uh, so, congratulations, Nally, who wins with three points. Kinger with two, and Walshi hitting your average with zero.
1: <laughs> I won't mind. I have like notes of each episode and. I scroll back to episode one and literally right in front of me it just says the first potato was planted in corn
2: literally ah, literally shut up. Go away. <laughs> go away.
0: right before we dwell on that too much let's move on to this I no 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 no, no. let's let,
2: let's dwell on it a little longer Kinger no no for no, I no, have no, one not... let, let, just a little longer all right okay now you can you can move
1: on it's fine I'll allow it
0: Right, let's just let's crack open our double panda.
1: I want to make sure that I'm drinking it out of the right glass slash I don't know. So I have like uh, at the minute it's like it's kind of like a Carlsberg kind of teku style type thing but it's a pint glass. Is that acceptable or would it have to be an actual pint glass full pint normal pint glass? I
0: mean, I mean, I have no
2: idea. I'd say it doesn't matter for this. <laughs> it, it's going to hit you it's 10% bad boy it's going to hit you so uh, I won't be too worried about what you're drinking it out of just make sure it's uh, put down after you take a drink and put that bad boy down so this is Double Panda by Brew it's a 10% beer um, this is based off their Panda Nero uh, tiramisu dessert stout which I freaking love um, I think it's a great beer big fan of it and um, and this one here, I think, is going to be right up that alley as well. I'm looking forward to, to King giving Governor a go. I've had it before, a long time ago at this stage, um, which is unfortunate. And I'm so glad I have it now again. I cannot wait to get into it.
3: Yeah, I'm the same, Nally. It's been ages since I had it, and I've only had it once. Um, speaking of cans, like the whole urban jungle range can designs are fantastic. They all have a different animal doing some funny shit. But Double Panda is special because it's a black can with a black label, but it's got like embossed gold writing and embossed panda smashing a tiramisu over some electric guitars. Like it's it's a really, actually genuinely nice can to hold, you know, so uh, anyone who who is looking for it, there's not much of this stuff around. We may even have like the last shreds of it here today, but if you
0: do see it, it's worth picking up and trying. Just before I get into this, I actually, I must just give a quick thanks to Kevin Tempany who... Opened my door of training one Sunday about two months ago and just threw this in my car and said, Now, there you go, surprise for you. (laughs) Ah, Bad tempo. Knows I hate stouts and said, Here you go, just gave me a nice double panda. So, uh, cheers, tempo.
1: Even the smell hits you.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Um,
1: It's not a bad smell, but it's just, I just know it's going to be so much.
3: It's really sweet. It's really chocolatey, and there's notes of coffee off it there as well. It's proper tiramisu kind of flavors to it, and um, the ma- Yeah,
0: did we discuss color and look of it? It's it's. I mean, it's 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 blacker than night, like.
3: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dark. It's got very little head, and what it does have is like a caramel-colored kind of, so yeah. off-white.
2: Yeah. So this is definitely priest socks uh, black. This is not very 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 dark blue. This is proper priest socks. Um, pitch black, very little head, like you're saying, Mark. It is that kind of off-white colour, which is, you know, fine with stouts. I, I it doesn't hold a lot of head, though. It's
3: gone pretty quick. The, the mouthfeel on it, then, there's almost a slight fizziness to it, which is a bit unusual. You kind of look at this, it looks so dense and dark, and you're like, this is going to be like drinking treacle. But it's not. It's got a lightness, a kind of bubble on the tongue that's quite refreshing for a stout
2: yeah i I'd, I'd agree with you a hundred percent i think this is surprisingly light for a ten percent stout um it's got a little bit of carbonation nothing too major just a bit but the the lightness is what i think is so it's so well done like i you pour this out and you're looking at it you and even you pick up the can and you see ten percent stout you're expecting something super heavy and sticky and like tar almost but this is this is ridiculously light for you know that high a percentage I, i've had some ipas that are heavier than this and they're only eight nine percent so i think they've done a great job with that um the carbonation is low but it's still there which is really nice what
0: do you think Aussie?
1: i have I mixed feelings going into this because i've had pandanero before and uh, i love yeah. it it's, yeah exactly and i wasn't sure you could smell this strength and I was like, oh, no, you know, it's strong as you're drinking it. But I don't you don't get that big hit like you would with like, I know it's not double IPA, but you're talking double IPA kind of strength here, if not even that bit more. Um, but you don't get hit like it's just pure alcohol. You get all of them, the thermosu, the coffee, the chocolate, and then you get you can be like, oh, OK, now I can get the strength. Of it. But it's not overpowering if that makes sense. So it's quite nice, but we'll see how after about half of the can, how I'm feeling.
3: Yeah, for me, she, I agree with you. You get those lovely flavors. It's quite a smooth drinker for something that kind of tickles off the tongue a little. But when you finish your mouthful, and this is what I love. You get this little heat in the back of your throat and it kind of rises up into the back of your palate. And it's just this little migration of heat from the alcohol content. And with those flavors, it's a lovely warming effect. It's absolutely beautiful.
2: Yeah, 100%. I was just going to just gonna say the same thing I was going to say about Walsh, nailing it with the flavors. Um, and then the thing that's so nice with it is because it's not overpowering on the alcohol on the way down, there is just that slight burning warmth, but in a really good way. Like we talked about some double IPAs and stuff where it's kind of overpowering, just almost vodka-y in nature. Whereas this one for me is just like um like a freaking like a like a warm coffee or something. But or hot chocolate or something, you know, it's it's nowhere near that alcohol thing. It's just
3: a nice warmth. When it when it kinda hits you, you still have the flavours left in your mouth. So it's not yeah, hitting yeah. you with it, with just alcohol that alcohol boozy taste. It's like giving some heat to the, the remnants of the coffee, of the chocolate, of the creaminess there. And it really works. But uh Kinger, as Mr. Anti Stout here, you look very pensive there. That's a very big thinking cap you've
0: got on. I just I just I just feel for for the first time in my adult life trying a beer, I feel like I found one that is downright dangerous.
1: Oh it's very dangerous.
0: And and very irresponsible almost I don't like tiramisu I've never made any secrets of that
1: you did like Pandanero though
0: I know but luckily I don't get uh, too much of, of a tiramisu flavor of this I do get the chocolatey kind of flavor coming through I'm on the fence about the carbonation I, I, I could do it have been a bit smoother um but I think my my love of dippers and high alcohol content beers this this is uh, weirdly easy to drink for a 10% beer yeah it's like I, like it's that's deadly i feel like like what if you have two or three of them in in one go you're you're probably game over you're on the way to being finished like do
3: you know what i mean that's yeah. the danger with this is it's actually light enough and enjoyable enough in terms of flavors that you won't slow yourself drinking this you will drink this at a normal pace and then be like oh yeah i'll have five more of those please
0: yeah yeah it's it's um the only thing i'm struggling with is the carbonation that was that we said earlier it's 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 uh, i always find it weird in a stout i prefer a stout to be really kind of smooth and creamy you know it doesn't take that much away from it to be fair
2: yeah I, I think the carbonation kind of adds to it this. I think if this was that kind of smooth creaminess you're talking about, it wouldn't be as light as it is. You know, I think it would feel heavier, which would maybe detract from how easy it is to drink at such a high percentage. Do you get what I mean? Like the carbonation kind of breaks it up a bit. Whereas if it was smoother, it'd be heavier and, you know, you might feel more full from it.
3: The carbonation also kind of plays a nice role in that while it does leave some aftertaste in your mouth, that's an enjoyable flavor. It doesn't leave too much because with the kind of more decadent stouts you can drink and especially the higher alcohol content ones, the aftertaste can build to a sickening point like where you're like, this is too sweet or this is too much coffee flavor or too chocolatey. I can't handle this. I'm not going to finish the last couple of mouthfuls. This just has enough to keep it nice and steady for the whole way through.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. Um, maybe it's just, maybe it's just a, personal preference thing the the other thing i like with this is that in as i as i get older i i prefer to like have less cans that have more alcohol content as opposed to having you know a high number of cans with low alcohol content because i feel like i can take my time drinking it and and enjoy it and sip it and it's like this is definitely um much more of a sipper than it is a kind of a you're not gonna you know down this and then go looking for your next one straight away you know you can enjoy it over the course of almost a whole evening, do you know?
1: I think at the same time, you'd you say that by go, going straight on to your next one. I think um, you'd probably need a nap after it, to be honest. <laughs> Grab your bearings again.
3: I don't know. I, I know eventually you'd fill up, like with any stout, if you drink it too quickly. You kind of, you know, clog your digestive system. But I just think with this, like... When you finish a mouthful, you're kind of smacking your lips a little bit like, mm, yeah, I'll have another mouthful. Like if you were if you were in a pub having a chat or watching some football, you wouldn't even notice this going down. It would just be gone on you. You'd look down and you're yeah. like, oh, where did that go? You know?
2: Yeah. And, and and the big thing with that is, like I was saying, lads, this this is 10 percent that that shouldn't be the case. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to drink something as easily as you could drink this. Um, definitely not it's crazy good it's crazy um yeah the flavors are great for me i think the flavors are great like that that coffee is the coffee's very subtle it's really kind of like a roasted chocolate So is that's there that that alcohol kind of warmth that's there is is savage i i i don't know if you want to go to the ratings but uh i know where i am
0: okay well look i'll 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 go last on this one so
1: okay um like i like i said i um not being hit with that heavy alcohol at the beginning it makes a huge difference for me. Um but at the end it's still it's still heavy and I still have about half left and it does feel like a meal that I know that I'm starting to kind of feel like, Oh, is there much left to it? Not because it's bad by any means, just feels like because it's a lot, but it's still very enjoyable. The taste of that chocolate and even coffee, which I don't like, stands out against that heavy percentage of alcohol. So, and like we've all said, very, very dangerous drink. Like Kinger said, or Marcus <laughs> saying, is like, you have that while they're watching a the match or something, and then next minute you're on, you're about to start your third point, and you can't even see the TV anymore. And like, boys, I'm here <laughs> a half an hour, what's going on? Um, you're,
0: you're trying to get out from the match. There you are, am I even at a match? I mean,
1: but it's 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 still it's still lovely. Um. So uh, I I go straight up beautiful.
3: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go next. And um, yeah, for me this is unbelievable. Like the flavors in it are beautiful and rich without being overpowering. The carbonation works perfectly in keeping the um consistency of taste all the way through the point. Bang on the first sip is the same as the last sip, which is massive. It's got that lovely little warmth at the end of your mouthful that's not, you know, boozy or in any way. It just somehow enhances the kind of chocolate aromas that are left in your mouth after a sip. It smells nice as well. It looks good. It's smooth enough, but not, you know, it's not fizzy, but it's, I guess it's not super creamy like a Guinness, but it's still smooth enough to be enjoyable at the mouthfeel. Um, And the only problem with Panda Nero, or sorry, Bruised Double Panda is when you're finished, you don't have another can. It's the only problem with it. So unbelievable for me.
1: Having a second can is probably a good thing, though, not having a second one with the strength of it. it depends
3: how you live your life, Walshy. It's not how I live mine.
1: One day at a time.
3: Yeah, the, I,
2: I think Bruce should do like the WF, not the wrestling, the wildlife people, and um, take this back from extinction, man. Make more of this. Don't, don't let it die out. Get this back. Um, I'll eat bamboo if it makes you get double panda back on the shelves. It's unreal lads. Um, <laughs> I think uh, it's it's class. Um, everything that you were saying there Mark and Walshie, the, the flavour is class. The, it's, it's it's very chocolatey. It's crazy drinkable for a 10% beer. It's ridiculous. Like I, I can't you need to go out and experience it for yourselves. I cannot describe how ridiculously drinkable it is for a 10% beer. The lightness of it um, it it's not heavy in any way. Like, you could actually drink a couple of these. The only thing that might be slowing it down a little bit is that it's, it's, it's somehow managed to stay really sweet for something with such a high percentage. Like, you, you'd nearly get turned off by the sweetness more than the high alcohol content, in my opinion. Um, it's not heavy. The carbonation that's there, I think it adds to the lightness for this beer. Um, like we were saying earlier, it kind of washes away... It washes away the flavour just enough, so that it's not overpowering after each mouthful. That little bit of warmth that you get after you've drank it—it's cla- uh, yeah, it's, quality. its it's just unbelievable. It's it's unpandelievable I don't class. Don't
0: don't come in here and try and change the rating terms by using the, the, this. That's not on.
2: I didn't. I said un. I said unbelievable first, and then I did.
0: And then you said unpandelievable almost instantly, trying to make it the same thing. Which it's not
3: Can I just can I, can I just say Kinger Like in fairness to Nali He's doing this part of the podcast Now you wouldn't really be too familiar with it But it's It's being entertaining to our listeners That's mainly what it is We <laughs> he made a little joke there And I know you and all your little Look at me Look at me I work for a radio station I'm going to be the big man on the podcast Okay <laughs> I just It doesn't work here Because he made a funny joke And you're You're putting him down for humour So I'd like you to apologise
1: I missed a lot of that So I don't know what happened
3: Kinger's upset with me oh upset <laughs> you're just disappointed are you <laughs> I
0: just, I just, I... what happened
1: <laughs> so tell me what happened
0: <laughs> i know i i um i don't know that i don't know honestly i don't know um one one part of me wants to like it because you guys like it um the other part of me is okay not liking it because it's a stout and it's a flavor that it doesn't need to be um that's
3: that's a little bit prejudiced that it's a flavour it doesn't need to be. I know you're you're yeah. prejudiced against doubts and well, I, I will yeah, say they don't need, ju- they don't need those y- you have to judge them. it personally on your own personal opinions but just just listen just you know go with the rock set of modus operandi listen
2: to you <laughs> we... I thought you were gonna
0: go full Jim Lee from trailer park boys <laughs> there alcohol.
1: <laughs> There's so much alcohol You probably can hear it The alcohol
0: is in the answers Randy um, It's uh, Look It's It's an enjoyable beer To a certain extent uh, I do get the kind of Very subtle coffee Notes But like Much more chocolatey flavour Coming through And I've always said I like that kind of Kind of alcoholic type heat for From high um percentage beers um and it has all those i'm I'm about halfway through the glass and it's starting to become a bit of an effort um i think i think it's brutal i i, I think to give it anything less than that i think would be unfair like really it's it's a it's a nice tasting beer there are a few things i would do differently to maybe award it uh an unbelievable um and like that, I I would have no qualms or problems with it being rated unbelievable. Like it's it's far from a bad beer. It's quite nice. It is enjoyable. And I said earlier, it's it's a long game type of beer. It's not like you're going to neck it down and start your second one. Like it's 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 a sipper. So yeah, I would say um I'd say a Brutiful. um but almost a begrudging beautiful. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fair enough. If a man who, you know, self-professedly hates uh, decadent stouts is gonna give it a brutal, I think that's a win for Brew. And you did really well with the Panda Nero. And we said at the time we'd love to we'd love to do something else, especially the double panda. We've mentioned it a few times, and I'm absolutely ecstatic that it's lived up to expectations. Not just for, for you guys, but for me as well. I'd only had it once before, so when you only have a beer once, you know you're kind of stuck in the moment that you had it maybe you were in a super good mood that day or you know all the all the you know criteria lined up right and it it really had external forces working for it but the fact that I've enjoyed it on two separate occasions so far apart and I did not have a good day today so it very much cheered me up um so I'm I'm really happy that it's it's stood up and
2: yeah just 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 to add to that Mark I know you're saying that kind of um It could be, you know, a multitude of uh, factors coming together. You know, you've had a really good day and the stars just align and everything. The other thing is, you could just be a beer that Big Juicy's had and he's rating on untapped. Because you're probably going to get a five then as well.
1: (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Unless you were the two beers we had last week. I
2: don't know where all the shade is coming from this evening. I'll I'll tell you exactly. I'll tell you exactly. Why am I the target now? I'll tell you exactly why it is this is why it is Big Juicy, it's because all season long, you have been lord of the edit, and we can't slag it, so we've always picked on each other, but this one day this one day of freedom <laughs> I have
0: absolutely left finger slags in the episode,
1: I think we have our outro uh, yeah <laughs> uh, okay, I was just going to say one thing before you do your, your bit there, uh, Juicy, um, I don't know if of have stated that it's kind of it's absolutely done but if pandanero is still a thing there is always a strong possibility that double panda could come back at some stage
3: yeah so i guess the urban jungle range tends to have one drink of each style uh so the stout style is their pandanero so yeah you're right as long as it's still there there's a there's a chance and i really really hope they bring it back cuz if they do i'll be stockpiling this shit i didn't do it <laughs> this time and struggling to get another can of it now but I will stockpile it again if it
0: comes out sure that's a mighty fine evening for a bruised double panda they're after getting an unbelievable from the crafty crew podcast I think it's
2: it's 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 better than Adam Adam, Adam who's played ball with us a couple of times he's from leacham and I think your Leecham he's accent is him. he won't like that yeah I think like well to be fair I think your Leecham accent is better than his so I wouldn't worry about it
0: well, <laughs> <laughs> just before we call an end to this season's uh podcast i wanted to ask you really quick have you any standout beers slash moments or highlights from the season that you want to talk about i'm going to jump in quick
1: because i have a terrible memory and while i have remembered a few and i've taken points of every episode i'd like to jump in first if that's okay uh moments um just recently just me actually finding my niche in like the second to last episode of the season was very well done by me, um, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully when the next season does start, I'll have uh, I can work off that and make it a full thing. But if we're talking about beers, I mean, there's a few. I mean, I I will say not even for the beer, but just like what it tasted like. But um, Savage Bjorn because you know boobs are cool. Uh, like if you've Pandanero, uh, Puka. Raspberry, red Noir, all top quality beers for me. Astral grains, you know. So um. Oh, and Scott cider will be one I'll remember as well, not for the positive.
3: Yeah, for me, I'm gonna remember uh, the time Walshy won the Olympics quiz. <laughs> that was that was very good. Yes. Just out of nowhere, beating everybody on the last question, and <laughs> you know he zero points and you had like two points, I think, and you guys got like one point each and he got four and he just won. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Um but yeah, to kind of jump on the Savage Bure a bit with Welshi, the stouts this season we've had have been fantastic. Astral grains lineman, Tra- Savage Bure P- from Treaty City, today's uh double panda, panda Nero from Brew, like absolutely gorgeous, delicious stouts that I have fallen in love with Astral Grains I've seen spot like three or four times. You know, Panda Nero, I I'd, I'd had already, same with Double Panda, I've been trying to buy Double Panda, buying Panda Nero regularly, and Treaty City, I got Walshy to, like, hit me up and get me a couple of cans of that shit, because it's so good. So, yeah, the Stouts and Walshi winning a quiz, my two highlights of the season.
0: I'm actually a bit like Walshi, I'm, I'm struggling to remember specific beers from from podcast. Uh, what was the, had we, recently enough, the, was it a Puka from the White Hag?
1: Yeah, the Puka Sour, yeah
0: that that yeah that was that was quite nice um i did enjoy mary tiller actually yeah um uh, i enjoyed Mar- mary tiller from kenny gar um they're probably my, my my beer highlights uh i mean Walchie's i don't know what you call them at the start uh whispers and then that that morphed into Walchie's wisdoms that that we're we actually all quite enjoy now um has been another highlight to be fair uh i, I i'm never ever ever telling anyone that I can do accents again because clearly I can't that's my that's my lesson that's my lesson from this season
1: before we go on I don't know if I'm happy with everybody's highlight being me I don't know if that's a good thing
2: hey man all press is good press so for me uh highlights have been Beer-wise, uh, very much like you, Mark, the stouts we've gone through have in class. Astral Grains was amazing, so it was. It was an unbelievable stout. I have picked one up recently, and it's actually sitting in front of me at the minute. And only for this was a school night. Jesus, I'd be lacing into it. But uh, I think D- Double Panda will do enough for now, so it will. Um, so that that was that was a big highlight. We also had um, a, a highlight for me as well was, uh, was the... Oh, where, where was it from? Was the back, way back in episode one? I think it was. Was Cork? Was the uh Pineapple Express? It was like one of the first high PAs I had. It wasn't like the the flavor wasn't great, but it was just it was just a novelty of it. I thought was pretty good. Um, so I was a fan of that. Uh And then the Sergeant Jimmy was a surprising one that I thought was very oh, good. Yes. Really liked Sergeant Jimmy. It was just a surprising beard that I thought was really good. Um, and especially because Big Juicy, you know, tried to badmouth them, which I thought was a little over, you know, a little overzealous of them and a little harsh, but, uh, <laughs> that was, that was one that was a highlight for me, but, uh, my highlight for the episode was the fact that it, you know, for so long, we got to talk about one of the greatest people in the world, who is Eamon Duffy, um, and because, because we got to do that for so long, I was so happy. I think, you know, overall, I'd say Kinger has about 63 years of, uh, of unused audio clips, like,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So guys, you know, that's us for season two. It's been an absolutely thoroughly enjoyable experience for us doing this podcast. Like we absolutely love every minute of it. And we're delighted that there's people out there like yourselves who, who enjoy listening to us. So don't worry, we will be back. Okay. We're going to have a couple of specials between now and Christmas. And 2022 is going to kick off season three of the Crafty Crew podcast, which is already in the works. Uh, we have Walshie's, uh, the hamster that lives in Walshie's brain, working overtime, thinking up of new uh, episode ideas and uh, plot lines and shit. So don't worry about that. Um, we'd really appreciate it if you give us a like on Facebook and a share when this comes out. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube so or on Spotify. Follow us so you get all the, the episodes when they do come out. And again, as listeners, we just want to thank you for all the support. And you know, all the banter that we we get in our in our in our real lives when you call us out on something or mention something from an episode, it's very uplifting from our point of view when uh one of you guys mentioned something and we know you've been listening. So normally we say goodbye, but I think this week we're gonna say a big thank you. So it's a really big thanks from me. It's a really big thanks from Walshi. Thank you very much, guys. A really big thanks from Nally. Gramila Sheila. And From Mr. Innocent himself, Big Juicy. It's a big...
0: Gracias.
3: We'll be back soon for more Crafty Crew goodness. So see you then.